With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a special 52-point Big 12 win installment of the podcast. Uh, here's cheers to Cody Road. Brent Bloom is here with me. We'll get to him in a minute. I have a job opportunity for you all. This is cool. I always tell you about my friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. This comes from the CEO. They are currently seeking out help desk agents, full-time, part-time. Students, if you're an Iowa State student, this is just in Marshalltown, you are welcome to apply. $15 to $17 per hour starting off, depending on your experience. Again, that's $15 to $17 per hour. Go to careers.macdine.com. We also need some accountants right now. Man, there's all sorts of good stuff. Uh, Macdine.com and go to the careers page. But there, I mean, that, that's a help desk agent right there. You can get $15 to $17 per hour. This is a phenomenal company. Been working with them now for, uh, what, three, four years? I, it was since I met Chris. Uh, awesome people. And I wouldn't endorse them if I if I didn't believe in it because there's a lot of bad people out there and I don't want to send our people to bad people. We're sending you to good people. Speaking of good people, let's fire up a little English to get this party started. I got some horns. Recording late here on a Sunday. Bloom and I both put fatherhood first, which which we should. Uh, my my wife worked all day. Bloom's wife has uh, been out a little bit, so yeah, yeah, we uh, we're recording late because we love y'all. I've been gone for like eight days straight. So it's like Denver, Denver, and then had work functions and aims, and then the game, and so it's like, oh, good to see my kids again. <sighs> yeah, no, the how the boys. Guys are good. good. Everyone's good. Everyone's, That's good. Yeah, doing well. But speaking of English, I saw English before. It wasn't last. It wasn't this week's game, but it was a prior game. He had the uh, Super Smash Brothers Cyclone Fanatic yes. T-shirt on. Yeah, that's his shirt. He loves that shirt. I saw Eisworth and Rose do the Super Smash Brothers celebration during the game last night. That's and kind it, of become their thing. It made my day. Yeah, I know. Like, it was awesome. In fact, um, good some, for the brand. Somebody from the football program sent me a. 
meme of those guys doing that after one, they do it all the time, it, I guess. It looked very well rehearsed. Yeah. By them. That's cool. Plenty of opportunity to do that. That that actually kind of warms me up my yeah, heart. That's a cool. Bit. I mean I think it's neat. And again, you would know, but it's not like they're they're not making tens of thousands of dollars off that thing. So no, it's, it's more not. of a... If you want them to make tens of thousands of dollars, that'd be great. <laughs> go, go, and go buy, some, buy more. some more of them. But by the way, they're badass shirts too. But like, those guys really like each other. Yeah. But right? I think that's the fun part. The best part about that one, they completely designed it. They did it. it. Right. I had the idea. And then Martz, who does all of our merch, I, I, I was like, I wanted to do, like, my thing was like a cartoon deal like a tech mobile type thing. Okay. And then Mart's got on the phone with those guys and they came up with the Mario brothers theme. And it was like, they ran with it. Those guys. So like Brock and Brees, it was kind of like, it was very, you know, um, okay, here's some concepts. And they were kind of like, yeah, just, uh, they, you know, they kind of gave us their input and they were, I did see it, some Brocktober shirts. Uh, oh my god! I, lots. I saw yesterday. a ton of them yeah. yesterday. By well, the way, well timed. Uh, you can still get fifteen percent off on those. We uh, we did a little sale afterwards. I think I think they're going undefeated in October again. But that's just well, me. Well, they're undefeated so far. Mm-hmm. Want to know? Um, all right, so it's good to good to be back. Be podcasting. Yeah. Real quick. Um, this is a. This is technically a paid sponsor read, but I want to give a shout out to the Iowa Clinic, man. We, um, Cameron gets called. You got in the sick call middle yeah. of the day. Yes. Got one of those on Thursday from the school nurse. Cammy has a fever, man. And she, she doesn't look good. We oh. did the whole, uh, I just called the Iowa Clinic urgent care over in Ankeny, I said, I want to get my kid COVID tested. I think she's just got a virus. We went in there, Brent, and by the time we walked in, because I'd already checked in yep, online. online. Yep. yep. By the there. time we got there, gets her COVID test, got a strep test, we were out within 30 minutes with all of our results. Wow. Efficient. <laughs> awesome. So shout out to them. They're, again, like I, I really, we're very picky. We don't want to just like endorse bad companies and stuff like that. We don't. We don't do that here. And the Iowa Clinic, man, they. I, I was super impressed. It helps when we can do the real world examples, right? Yeah. And we both had no, that we, here. We in the I, last. actually. I we we had the same thing with our oldest this week. Yeah, you did. Yep. I forgot that Everett yep. had that. So shout out yep. to them. Yeah. Shout out to them. Uh, yeah, maybe they could just start. Covering all of our medical costs. For, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys very, don't need to pay us in advertising. Very ben- yeah. Very beneficial to them too. Honestly. Uh, uh, but they do right. a great. They do a great job. Uh, so Iowa State puts up fifty nine on Kansas. The conversation immediately goes to: Is Kansas that bad, or is, did Iowa State kind of snap out of it? I think that any rational human could say, "Oh, it was probably both." You know. Um, Kansas is bad. We all knew that they were bad. My analysis going into the game when people are like, what do you want to see? I wanted to see Iowa State piss pound them and dominate and be a assertive team that steps on their throat. It's exactly what they did. So I have zero complaints. I saw you um, giving the register the business well, a little I, bit. It, <laughs> I loved it. I I just, was, like, yeah, it I, what are we doing? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I know it's the it's the headline writer probably and not the actual article. I mean the article gave the special teams a B plus. 
So the, the headline said, oh, let's, okay, just because we're all friends here on the Yeah, we're Williams really good podcast. friends with those Yeah, and, I, and, uh, and yeah. I, I, I greatly appreciate the work that they do. Uh, however, it's also, sometimes when they, they say things like that, this is why people get rubbed the wrong way. <laughs> the headline on Twitter says, Iowa State's offense and defense bounce back in convincing fashion, but special teams fell short. <laughs> <laughs> they blocked a kick. They blocked so, so Andringa had the stat. Main man Chris Andringa. <laughs> Iowa State had its first first blocked kick return. Yeah, that, that headline makes it sound like they were horrible. <laughs> like <laughs> well, special, I did, I special teams is a disaster again. I, I didn't I didn't know I was like, did I miss something? Was I wasted during the game? No, I was very sober during the game. I didn't What did I miss? Here? I didn't even read the headline. I read your tweet and I was like what in the (laughs) so then I clicked on the article and I'm like oh they gave him a B plus and I was like not outraged I'm like Brent must have seen something else. No, but it was I, that. It was that headline. The special teams fell short again. I was like, the, the, yeah. There was really so. No, it was the first block kick that had a return <laughs> since Jerry Gare against Nebraska. Jerry Gare in 2004. That's Seventeen a blast years from the past. since I was in a block kick that resulted in a return. Now, Andriga again. Hat tip, Chris Andriga. They've only had six blocked field goals in the last 17 years. So that's that's a win. Yeah. And then every all ten kickoffs and were not returned. They did have ten? the one. Yeah, there was ten. There was ten kickoff. All all of them touched back. I mean, the punt punt team was pretty good. Yeah, I, there was one return twenty two yards. Which again, we got to figure. That's not great. Yeah. I wouldn't say that that was a uh, fell short on special teams. I was actually very happy with the special teams. <laughs> that, that. But again, like I like I put it on Twitter. They must have a very high curve at the register that they grade on. <laughs> I didn't see that headline. That's 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 what got me. I'm guessing. I well, don't go and yell at the beat writers. No, it's not. The, yeah, I'm guessing the w- what that happened. I'm I'm assuming now. I don't know because they've had so many layoffs over the years. But there's got to be some like middle manager editor that's handling those Twitter feeds. Sure. But I don't. But that's not like Peterson and Hines. That's aren't tweeting from the register. No, I know you know this. Yeah. I'm telling our. Oh, okay. I don't want our listeners to like bombard them. But that that is a funny headline. But hey, any anytime <laughs> I can get a cheap Twitter win, I'm going to take it. I was that, really and that provided. One I actually, Brent, I had to. Uh, this is just real talk here. I had to take a break. I had to take about six seven hours and just completely unplug from Twitter. Last night after the game, I I about lost my shit. After that? It was Iowa fans. Oh. Anything I'd tweet, like four people would come in and be like, you know, why? And I'm like, why in the hell are you people worried about Iowa State and Kansas right now? You're going to be the number three team in the country. Now that you mentioned that, I had a couple blocks last night. God. Like, I didn't, I don't know what, maybe it's because they didn't have a game. Yeah. And then it was annoying, uh, frankly, some annoying Iowa State fans too. And then I got into a conversation with one of my buddies who's an Iowa fan. And we were discussing this, and I'm like, man, you know, I'm really starting to think, and I, I should have thought about this earlier, but the people that we constantly hear from, like the trolls, like, I mean, it's the same, like, 25, 30 people. Sure. And they just circulate around, and then they piss everybody off, and it makes everybody mad. So then I woke up this morning, and I was all mad at um, ESPN and the SEC. Um, I just got pissed at them. I got pissed at Mandel. I was trolling <laughs> Mandel. 
I'm just mad at everybody. I'm Negativity. And, and then I tweeted, I go, I'm being a jerk right now. I need to take a break. <laughs> at least I can call it out. You know, I was like, I am not, this is not the best version of myself. Yeah. Matt Campbell well, would be very disappointed to me right now. Well and then, said. And then Kirk Cousins happens and it's just like, I'm on. That was rough. <sighs> Although was that his fault? I watched. I, I didn't get to watch it. It wasn't on. Well, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't watch it legally. See, uh, I don't, I honestly like, that's one thing I can't do. I'll buy the pay per view. Like you I can't. Hmm? You can't. Like no, I know. I just like it's. I basically cannot. I don't have a dish. I can. I would cannot buy a direct. TV. I tried to do the streaming one. Yeah. and it blocked me. Like it wouldn't yeah, let. Yeah, it, it takes. But some I, patience. Thou shall not steal. No, I know, and I felt bad doing it. But then I was like, No, you did. Just put the game on. Did there. you ever at any point in that game be like, man, I feel really guilty by stealing this product? Uh, it's not stealing. Somebody else stole it. I was just watching it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. Yeah. So, but, yeah. It, but, I was just thinking, like, I was getting ready. I I have, like, an hour before I go on to Cyclone Reaction, hour 15 minutes, yep. where I knock out instant reaction. I'm helping. I do whatever the staff needs, and I'm going over stats, prepping for the show. And last night... At about the 45-minute mark, I was like, I am way too pissed off and agitated right now after a 52-point win. Like, what? what is wrong with me? And I'm like, something's got to change. i got to quit listening to these people. There, I th- yeah, what there is was, wrong with there everybody? There wasn't a lot of... God. Yeah. Well, it was one of those games where it's like, well, the, the game was over after the first quarter, and so oh. it just allowed people to get... You know, and I was reminding some people, it wasn't that damn long ago... Where Iowa State couldn't kill a team like that, you know? How many bad teams have we seen Iowa State either not be able to put away or freaking lose to? So I right, I, like so. Listen, I like, looked. I looked it up last night. Good win. I'll take it. Couldn't sleep after the game, so like one thirty in the morning, I was going through some stats. <sighs> Why didn't you come over? We could have whiskey. I should have just done that. So Iowa State has won by fifty or more five times in our lifetime, Chris. That's so since nineteen eighty four. Five times. Three of those. In the Matt Campbell era. Can you name them? The three wins by 50 points or more. Texas Tech. Yep, the Mahomes game. Uh, Kansas last night. Two. There's one more. There's one more. This is the harder one. Um, Monroe. Monroe. There you go. So, three times in the Campbell era, only five times since 84. Only Cyclone superfans be able to get the other two in that time frame. You're not even getting close. Yeah. 1986 versus Indiana State. I would have never got the Sycamores. Uh, the Sycamores do not remember that one myself. I was at this game. 2002 versus Tennessee Tech. Seneca Wallace threw for like 280 in the first half. I was listening to super fans. Um, Jack Whitford had a couple catches in that game. I was listening to um, the coaches show. And by the way, if you want to hear like Campbell say real information... Monday nights at 6.30 is by far the best avenue to get that. True. Honestly, like, anyways, Harklaw was talking about the uh, 2-2 Atwell. Mm. (laughs) And I I immediately thought Mm. of you just sipping away at the bourbon, pissed off at 2-2 Atwell. 97, up in the dome. Yep. Iowa State led 28-27. That, for somehow that game got brought up on the coach's show last week. It was great. So I was talking to Hark. So Hark's great. Hark's the new uh, sideline reporter. 
And so we can talk like we have an intercom system. You 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 know what this is all about, Chris. I think we should actually sell pay per view to our conversations off the air. Uh, it would it would do very well. But so it's twenty eight nothing, and, and I say, hey hey Ryan, this reminds me of your game at Nebraska in ninety seven. And he's like, ouch, that's cold. He's like, you know what? It's a funny story about that. Uh, Dan McCarney asked us at halftime if we want to just get on the bus and go home. And I was like, yeah, actually we do. Yes, let's get on the Is, bus and go home. Are, are you serious, <laughs> yeah. coach? So, yeah, do you have that bus? So that that's But that's what reminded me. But you're right. To your point, like how many times over the years has Iowa State been on the receiving end of that so it's nice yeah, to, like i mean just it's nice so honestly i, I you, you can celebrate a blowout it, without like completely disregarding it, it. yeah and it, it actually made me a little happy to see that register headline today because it's like you know what we've come a long way <laughs> yeah i would say wins or by you're 52 just, and you're like yeah, yeah the special yeah. teams I, yeah but I, one punt return really held them back problem so no it was cool i mean it and kansas is they got a long way to go, clearly. However, can we, can we it was... talk about that real quick? It was nice to see Iowa State. It's like, yeah, okay. This is this is kind of the talent level we expected entering the year. And we know, we know it's, Iowa State has it in them. Can we talk about the Kansas thing real quick? Sure. Because this was another, like... <laughs> I need, I honestly just need to quit tweeting. Well, it sounds, sounds like this is a common theme. it's just like here. getting... Yeah. I, I'm so... I'm so just annoyed with like the overwhelming. I really, you know what I really enjoy is the premium message board that we have now. I really enjoy that. Like that's a lot of fun for me to sit there and talk with those folks. Cause you don't it's have all, as much as the riffraff. Yeah. And you, yeah, you don't have the trolls. Yeah. You can just, and you don't have to be limited to a certain number of characters. Well, generally if you're paying for the premium, which what is it? You know, it's eleven ninety nine a month. Right. Uh, then you, you, Hawk fans aren't going to pay that. Correct. So you don't have to deal with them or others. Correct. Um, but anyways, I don't even know where I was going with this. Just annoyed already. No, the Leipold, Leipold cover. Oh, yeah, because I, I tweeted this out. And I've talked about this on the radio show. I've talked about it on here. And, like, the point that I make is Leipold should have just waited another year, mm. gone eight and four at Buffalo, and then he could have had a real job where he wouldn't have a five- to six-year rebuild ahead of him. Yeah. And every effing smartass on the planet, you know. Hey, well, what about Campbell? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like, it's not the same, like, is, is the Iowa State thing. But two, like, completely taking what I said out of context, like, you would have thought that I said Lance Leipold could never win at Kansas. I actually think he, if they give him enough time, he'll win there. I, I truly believe that sure. my point is the guy's 57 years old mm-hmm. he should have just stayed and made whatever he was making at buffalo for one more year go eight and four and then when maryland fires a yeah coach or, and then you have a job where yeah. you don't have one of the biggest rebuilds in the history of college football uh-huh like look he, at some of the all-time great coaches they're strategics they're strategic with the jobs that they take and it seems like this doesn't are, make sense to me why he took it when he took it sure and it seems like coaches are being more strategic now than in years past. Completely agree. Like you, you're not you're not just jumping like this. US USC job will be interesting. You know, does James Franklin from Penn State really go there? USC's maybe a little bit different because I think USC's a probably better job. A, you know, a top definitely a top five job when it's right. But yeah, I mean, you. I I, I mean, I think Leipold 
Maybe he thought, though, Chris, that I'm so old now, this is it. Like, I'm not going to get that other Power 5 job. I don't I don't know. I mean, he but, if, if he wins another year of Buffalo, though, he's got to be in that shortlist for somebody in the Big Ten. Told people before, if Matt Campbell doesn't take Iowa State, he's our head coach right now. And I, I, I've said for years, if Matt ever goes to the NFL or something, you know, now I don't think it's a shoe-in because I think you have a lot of upgrade. I think Tom Herman would be a fine choice. If John Haycock would entertain the job. I think that that's a no-brainer. Yeah, um, I mean, I think you, I, if... You have to promote from within yeah, right now. Internal, I, I think. Campbell but, goes somewhere. But, like, two years ago, I don't know about that. Sure. You know, like, so, whatever. Um, point being, I really like him. It's I, different, though. I, Iowa State in 2015 to where Kansas was last That's year. not, yeah, yeah like, not that's not fair. Because... At no point was Kansas putting 55,000 people in the seats for shitty teams going, you know, Iowa State wasn't that far removed from a bowl game when Paul Rhodes got fired. Kansas hasn't won a Big 12 road game since Gene Chizik was Iowa State's coach. Yeah, not the same. So, like, it's just completely different. And if you remember, you know, Iowa State was that, that because the game in Manhattan's when's, coming up. Real quick, when's yeah. the last time Kansas State doesn't count? Uh-huh. When Kansas had 55,000 people at a home game. Well, I don't think the stadium's that big. Okay, never but, mind. Sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to no, I know. You. I apologize. But no, to, to, your, to answer your question, 2009, probably. But even during the, the Turner Gill and Charlie Weiss era, they, they got half the stadium full. Um, so, yeah, but even that, that pulse, the, the, the comparison to Iowa State in 15, you know, if Paul Rhodes, if Iowa State takes a knee against K-State, and then beats West Virginia. They go to a bowl game that year. Yeah, you know, they're they're not. And then remember that the whole the whole narrative around Paul was okay, give him a little more time. And then I think you know with Lazard, yeah, and he had uh, Lanning coming back quarterback. He had Butler coming along. Okay, there's some talent in the system, and there was there really was. And Campbell eventually took advantage of that. But uh, yeah, not the same as Kansas. Not at all. I'm not putting together. Uh, starting to really chart out that the book that I'm working on. And I, I was doing a bunch of research. I couldn't. Shocking! You love this. I couldn't sleep one night last week. So I'm. What am I doing? I'm sitting at my kitchen table and I'm researching Iowa State football history. Rhodes doesn't get enough credit for the energy that he put behind the the entire deal, like the attendance spikes and stuff like that. Sure, I agree. With I, that. I actually think that that's worth a chapter in the book. Like Paul. Listen, it didn't, and it didn't, I, and frankly, I think if they would have kept him, I don't think he would have turned it around. Knowing what I know now, and looking back, and I, I love Paul Rhodes. I'll do anything for that guy. I don't think he would have, but I, I, I do think like when people look back at Rhodes, I think they go, "Oh well, you know, it was a disaster when he left, right?" But like, there's that guy deserves a lot of credit because of the passion. And the relatability and the vulnerability that he brought every day, people really related to him. Now, he closed off towards the end. Yeah, it fell off there. Every the coach man, does. The Mangino situation was a was disaster. A Hail Mary, and it, 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 it fell. It did not work at all. Every coach uh, and fans, take a – this is – watch Otzelberger. It'll be the same way. Watch Campbell. It already is happening. Matt doesn't do nearly as much media as he used to. He doesn't. They become more closed off the longer. It's not bad. It's just natural, mm-hmm. right? Like it. Prome was like that 
Fred was like that. I've never been around a coach where it hasn't been like that. Maybe McCarney, but media was so different back then that it doesn't really, it's not really the Twitter didn't exist. Yeah. You know, Mac needed the media more than, yeah, like kind of a completely different deal. But I I just think like, I've been making a lot of notes on Rhodes. I do think that, um, I hope history remembers him in a more positive light than perhaps right now an Iowa State fan would say. Right. So if you, it was the, the right bridge from, Mac to Chiswick to Ro- like it was a, it's the the analogy all the time. It was a relay race. Yeah. Without Chiswick, you don't get Rhodes. Without Rhodes, you definitely don't get Campbell because it took that enthusiasm in the fan base. And oh, by the way, without Paul Rhodes and that little blip he had in eleven and twelve, that they never really got all the way to the top, but they had some pretty cool moments in that. That allowed them to generate the enthusiasm to build and get the funding available for the end zone, which had always been like the golden goose for Iowa State football for years. Oh, oh yeah. When are we going to bowl in the South? Remember that conversation? Absolutely. And it was... Keep us up at the, night. The timing was pretty, you know, pretty dead on of beat Oklahoma State, have a lot of momentum in that football <laughs> program. When Roy Ryman made that, that lead gift of $25 million, like without that, that thing doesn't get built. And you can generate, you know, you can tie that a lot back to Paul and the enthusiasm and the fan base, the season tickets, all of that stuff is relatable. And if you don't have that, when Campbell comes and doesn't see that in 14, yeah, he's not the team's not, I mean, you know, the whole legend. So again, it all, it all works together. It's been, um, it's been a relay race, but I think all have had their parts. Chiswick did too, because, you know, Chiswick had the talent upgrade to I mean, allow Paul to win Pelecio some games. Similes, not names. Exactly. So. It's you know it is it's it really is a, a fun history if you if you think about how it all ties together it, it also so Mac was back this weekend so we talked to the ba- the basketball it's funny because I saw Mac on Friday and that kind of spurred my all these road sure. thoughts because it, you know Mac is all of a sudden I wanted to like just go and fight somebody yeah he's you know? he's the best yeah he's the best but you know if you tweet something positive about Mac back to Twitter and again. Maybe we get too caught up yeah, in it. I, you, would, you will immediately get pushback of, no, he actually is not an Iowa State legend. He lost way more than he won. And I, I vehemently disagree with that. You know, I think still to this day, Dan McCarney belongs on whatever that Mount Rushmore of Iowa State no Athletics doubt. is. No and doubt. You can look at the record, but the, the record does not indicate what that man did for Iowa State. And I will, I will go to my grave thinking that. It's or... Pollard, McCarney, and Heft. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it, it. So we did that like six yeah, years ago. I did. wonder if it's if it how it's changed. Right. We do put Campbell on there. I don't Campbell know. Campbell and Hoiberg would be a hell. Campbell of a and debate. Hoiberg is a, f- a conversation. I mean, do I, they belong. I. I'd. I think Fenley, ha- I mean, yeah. Campbell though, man, like he's gone places nobody, nobody else has. even I thought was possible. He's got to be, he's got to be there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it, you can't do it yet because obviously Matt's got got years ahead. Hopefully, but the more important figure for Iowa State football, McCarney or Campbell. We're not doing it right now, but I, that's a heavy conversation. I don't, I don't want to do. I that. know, but I just think it's interesting to think about, like they. But I, I like the analogy of the relay race. They each had their... their yeah, shout out to Pollard. Part. I think that yeah. was his original piece of and work. J- and Jamie really is the the centerpiece of this whole thing. I mean, 
The fact He's that Jamie here. stayed it out and never left and like, right. The, that's invaluable. Just the continuity. At the well, top. look at Candace and even like Steve Malchow and like right, who retired the, last year. The VPs and the Frank Nogle, yep. you know, the really Chris important Jorgensen. Yeah. And can go on and on. Um, yeah. So what, yeah, if you look at what's the difference between Iowa state and Kansas, look at the uh, consistency and administration. And I think that's, there's your answer. Yeah. Hey, real quick. This is great. I love this promotion. Farmstorymeats.com. Whenever Iowa State wins this year, they're giving away free stuff. Free bratwurst. A free pack of bratwurst right now with any purchase on the website. Promo code BRATOBER. <laughs> BRATOBER. B-R-A-T-O-B-E-R. Free bratwurst. BRATOBER. Check that out at farmstorymeats.com. Dot com. I'm gonna do that. I love their. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and get so, some stuff for this weekend. I'm gonna say that sounds really good for the bye week. Too. I'm gonna take the kids camping on the bye week. I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take All the right. kids camping, man. What's the weather look like? Good. It enough? looks good, like 80s. I think oh. I'm gonna take the kids camping and set up the old uh, TV out there and watch a bunch of college football and drink a bunch of pumpkin beer while the kids are playing at the. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be 85 on Saturday. Yeah. Gosh. Do you want to come down? Um, you can bring the kids down. You don't have to camp. You can just come hang out and watch find, games. I might find a golf course, actually. <sighs> that sounds awful. That I, I get doesn't even sound fun. Speaking of not having, oh any wait fun. a second, this is the wrong one. I I didn't want that one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I honestly like I I don't want to listen to take a step back. Well, somebody joked that we have now played that more than anybody else on YouTube combined, and they were sick of it. Who's sick of it? People said they were sick of it last week. Well, who's people? I, the the people. Multiple people. Multiple people said we've overplayed the song now. Well, you know what I say? Screw you. Uh, our weekly Big Twelve segment. What a weird league. Has Gary Patterson run out of gas? Is this I, it? What have I been telling you? I know you. I know I've you, been saying you sell your stock. stock. But is, it, is this it? Like are we For him? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's had a bunch of stuff now. So Dude. The SMU thing happens. And then the flag situation where I think Gary was very deceptive in that press conference about the flag situation. I, I told you, and sell then, your stock. And, and then they lost to Texas? The, the stock is plunging. Uh, he is AMC Theaters right now. So the meme, the meme stock is over. <laughs> no, he he's GameStop, but he's not going to get bowed out by a bunch of dorks nobody online. Nobody on Reddit. Yeah, nobody on Reddit buying Gary Patterson. No, like I just that game went exactly the way I thought it would. Yeah. I knew he'd have him fired up for Texas, and they were. And they played their asses off, but they had no chance. If you watched it, they had no chance. Well, Robinson ran all over them. That's a problem. They're like his defenses aren't that good anymore. I've been trying to tell you guys this. I, I'm totally done with Gary Patterson. Okay. I have. He needs to. He, he quit 
and go to like a Sunbelt school, maybe he can – I think he's done. I love him. You know he's one of my all-time well, favorite coaches. Top five favorite coach for me. So, seriously, him and, him and Ferentz have the longest tenures in college football right and now. And Gundy, three? I think Gundy is three. Good, good, good pull. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a man. I'm 54 now. <laughs> uh, Texas, in my opinion, just by the eye test, I'm not saying they're the best team. They look like the best team in the league right now. So I was looking for it today because I thought this conversation would happen. If you do odds for the Big 12 championship right now, clearly Oklahoma's one, and they're going to be like minus 130 yeah. probably. Like they are the, they they are haven't still, looked great, but they're still They're still the favorite. Yeah. I mean, and I've, I put odds on favorite, like nobody close. I saw before the games, Texas was second at like four to one or three to one, and Iowa State was third. I, I don't think those flip yet, but no. Iowa State was super impressive. Does Oklahoma State start to get some love? I'm really curious what it will look like tomorrow when those come out. I think all Big four. 12. I think all four of those schools are right there. Right there. I, Be behind Oklahoma. Oklahoma State's really good. Yeah, yeah. We said it. Defense is. This is a totally superb, different league. Superb defense. Have you? Um, I've not looked because I knew we I, might play guests. I, I haven't looked either, so this will be fun. Yeah. Um. Real quick takeaways from Saturday. Yeah. Oklahoma struggles on the road at Kansas State. Not surprised, really. Um. Still couldn't run the ball. Sounded like. Yeah, I mean, you knew that that was going to be a bitch of a game for them. And and kudos to uh, the USSR type deception from K State. Yeah. <laughs> I said this on reaction last night. If you, if you, if you just would have read press clippings, incredible, you would have thought Skylar Thompson was like on his deathbed, <laughs> and then he rolls out there and starts. He, I, I was watching the game. You want some more Cody? Yeah, I was going to call you like, oh my gosh, Skylar Thompson is alive. What happened? But it really does change everything. It does. Well, they he's put up there. Like I mean, because they. They actually can throw. You know, I, I said that Oklahoma didn't run it well. They they ran it okay, it turns out. Hey, we have a like one eighth of this bottle left. I I don't, I don't have to get on a flight tomorrow. Okay, so what are you worried about? No, I'm I mean, just I'm getting old. Drink the whiskey. Thirty. I, so drink the whiskey, blue. Uh, I I I was serious. It's Mississippi good for your soul. Mississippi River Distilling Company. I. I kind of need some reinforcements now. How? <laughs> no, just, they just sent you 12 <laughs> bottles. Did your in-laws drink them all? I was, hoping, I was hoping to get a couple more. Jesus. No, they did drink a couple. Real quick, shout out to Kansas State. The Carl and Mary Ice family video board. Oh. Uh, apparently, there's a promotion from community... Community First something. It must be like a bank. It sounds like know. a credit union, yeah. Yeah. They do a song of the second half. It's oh, a no. promotion. Uh, Take the Money and Run by the Steve Miller Band. Mo Money, Mo Problems <laughs> by Notorious B.I.G. or Gold Digger by Kanye West. Those for your, the Oklahoma game. Those were your three Phenomenal. options for the uh, Sooners. So shout out to our friends at Bill Snyder Family Stadium. I, I saw... What is wrong? What's going on in Manhattan? Why does everything have to be family? The Mary and uh, Carl Ice family video board? Uh, whatever. Well, well, a little fundraising trick here, Chris. Really? Yes. That's This is a well, thing? Yeah. I mean, well, it's not a thing. It's like it makes sense, right? Because so, they're going to die, and then the family. You just you just said it. 
Okay. The family continues. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm sure you that Carl support, and... Support the legacy. I'm sure Carl and Mary Ice and their family will appreciate that for years to come. Exactly. No, but so uh, I saw an article like, wow, the TCU fans were were kind of negative towards the Texas players for, for leaving. I was like, buddy, they have no idea what they're in for when Texas comes to Ames and... <laughs> early November. No. TCU will feel like uh RC Cola. <laughs> that is going to be a angry crowd. Ugh. If that's a night game. Hey, can I give a shout out to my the, goodness. Iowa State's crowd last night. Yeah. Electric. It kickoff. Electric. I you factor in how bad Kansas is. I was amazed. I could not believe how many people were in their seats at kickoff. Shout out to you guys. And then that was awesome. Carried it through all game. Yeah. Even in the rain. Uh, phenomenal. I, I just, I thought it was phenomenal. I love the crowd. It, 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 are we go, going to acknowledge now, Chris, that uh, oh. perhaps <laughs> the best tradition at Iowa State now is actually Juicy Wiggle? So are I we saw okay with that? Pollard was kind of tweeting about that. Like, I think it's, so I think the as organic as traditions can get. That That's the key. It's. It's now Juicy Wiggle. Now, Jack Trice is the best tradition at Iowa State football. But as far as newness, this is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it, this is Iowa State's version of Wisconsin's Jump Around. This song came out in 2015. Iowa State's Brett really. and the, Matt Campbell. Yeah, this is, Iowa State's like they're really the only school doing this. Red Foo is now our guy. Like, we, we have to admit it. Whether we're comfortable or not, this is our thing now. Embrace it if you haven't already. We're now Juicy Wiggle. I've never seen this video. This guy's very unique. You've never seen Red Foo? I've never even heard you know of him. Before. You, have you heard of LMFAO? That's where Red Foo Laugh came from. my. I don't know what the acronym stands for. So there's a choreograph to this dance, too, if you really want to get into TikTok. So I actually, like, I'd never heard of Red Foo before now. Are, but are you serious? I swear <laughs> to God. Pollard tweeted something out earlier today. Let me, let me pull it up no, real I, quick. I think we have to admit it, that this is now our thing. Well, and I wanted to respond to Jamie, but I didn't want to be a dick. Yeah, that's good, good advice. No, he wasn't. It wasn't anything. Becoming a fun new tradition for our student body. The students were awesome last night after the Iowa State Athletics account said Alexa played Juicy Wiggle. And like that and what I wanted to write to him, that's the fact that it was completely organic is what makes it awesome. Like, because we tried to force the sweet Caroline we thing. Did? And now it's a real thing. Like, you know, People like when we were in Vegas, people were like swing, singing Sweet Caroline. That is a. Yeah, but that was still like bot, the Red Sox do that. Yeah, like that no, wasn't really this, ours. This I is. Think this is like ours. This is our thing. I mean, I, I feel like I'd like to party with this guy. We, I mean, we got to get him back. Would what Red if, Foo, what, Could we get Red Foo on the podcast? Would he be a more popular guest than Stu Mandel? I will say the Stuart Mandel pod got some great numbers. <laughs> He pissed me off yesterday. I've, did you see his... No, I, I'm avoiding him. <laughs> he posted a picture from the Stanford, Oregon game. And there's like 15,000 people yeah. there. Yeah. And they beat Oregon. Yeah. The number three team in the country. Nobody's there. 
And Stu, our friend of the program, Stu, I sent him a bottle of Cody Road. He never even said thank Didn't you. Didn't even say thanks? Never once. Doesn't tweet at us. Doesn't text me. Nothing. No thank you. Whatever. Don't worry. I'm not trying to work at the athletics, so I don't really care. Um, he, he wasn't. He was just doing his job. Every reporter goes, hey, look, I'm in the press box. We've all oh, done so it before. Oh, was, so he was at a game. I think. Okay. That's yeah. Good. He went to cover it because yeah. I think it's right well, down yeah, the street from there, yeah, where right he lives. There, yeah. He's like, yeah, great afternoon for college football. The number three team in the country is in town. There's nobody there. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad and I it, didn't see that. Well, I responded. I go, wow, great to see those power t- Pac-12 brands supporting everything. It's like, It's just so stupid. They, they don't get it. They don't understand. Yeah. Not even and, with a bottle of Cody Rhodes. And, and then you get. continue to put your nose up at a place like Iowa State when you've never been there. Man, like my kid will now ask for Juicy Wiggle. I'm uh, not yeah. proud of it, dude. Elise is too. Yeah, you turn this song on, it's and like it takes control it's of her like body. Baby Shark, all over again. You're right. But are we are we okay with this? Like, do we, do we need to accept this as a fan base and just go with it? I think we're past the point of no return, everybody. So let's. To be honest, this. I don't think it's that great. But if everybody likes it, then go keep going with it. Like I'm not gonna fight this. I don't want to be that guy. I mean, uh, to, candidly, "Jump Around" is a cheesy song too for Wisconsin. Like, red, that was like Jock Jam's 1995. This Red Foe is an interesting cat. Red, red Foo. Red Foo. Yeah. Is an interesting. LMFAO cat. man, like they they were they were they had some some tunes like Laugh Oh Nine. My. I, I don't know. I don't know what the acronym is. Why don't we Google that? <laughs> we sound like a bunch of old people here talking about LM. I don't think that really means anything. No, yeah, it actually does. Yeah, it definitely is. Laugh laughing my, my bl- blinking bl- blanking ass off. Yeah, yeah. But Red Foo is the head guy. Now he w- he went on his own, and Juicy Wiggle was his song. So. Good for him. Yep. Well, I mean, bring him to Jack Trice. It. There was a big request on Twitter last night when Iowa State got up twenty-eight to nothing. Just play it now. They held. They held off. Yeah, and then like the stadium was like half empty because it was pouring down but, rain. But it worked with yeah. the rain. Yeah, and no, the, it was the phones. cool. Yeah, it was good. Awesome crowd. Uh, I actually, uh, hey, w- I went out hey, and watched a quarter with my mom and dad, which was great. Thank you for giving props to the Kansas band. Oh, I mean, phenomenal! Hardy group down there. The think about no how, security needed. Think about how awful of an existence it would be to be in the Kansas football band. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. That's a long road trip. We have to get in a bus to go up to Ames this weekend. You they, know? You know they probably have like a first down song and the whole thing. What, and just, they just never play it. What are the perks to being in the Kansas band? No bull trips. Nobody goes to your games. Right? When you when you go other places, you're a laughing stock. Those kids were out there playing the shit out of those trumpets, and it was pouring down rain. Like I, the props to them, they were phenomenal. They waited for instructions. Do they get to leave? Is it like a waiting list? Like you play for football, you get first dibs at basketball. It should be. It's probably what it is, right? Uh, shout out to uh, main man uh, Matt Wells, yeah, Texas Tech. I'm shocked by that. Shock. We got trapped last. The Vegas trapped all of us with that line and um, the the Oklahoma line. Yeah, I mean, no, I got well. 
Yeah, I guess K State did cover, didn't they? Can't, yeah, they covered. Yeah, and then they they trapped us with the uh, Arkansas, yeah, Georgia well, line, too. and the um, the public got killed on the Bama Ole Miss too. Yep. That was pretty easy that to me to see. Saw that one coming. I I got burned on Arkansas. Um, West, I watched that game. I had, um, I had a couple of screens going on. Is, in the is, press box, so I watched. What did you Oklahoma. make of that? What do you make? So tech, wow. tech, West Virginia. What happened there? Tech, I didn't. I didn't see. Tech's it offense snap. is apparently better than I. I thought last week's game with Texas, when I watched it back, was one of those classic Big Twelve games where it's just a snowball going down a hill and yeah, it you know gets away from you and there's no coming back. I, I think that a couple of things happen. West Virginia looked really slow out of the gate. I think that they were hanging their heads a little bit from the Oklahoma game. They were pretty deflated. Yep. Their offense isn't very good. No, they got quarterback problems there. They're really, they really struggle offensively. Yep. Tech's offense is better than I thought, so it wasn't fluky when they put up 39 okay. against Texas. Even with Columbia or Columbia or however. Yeah, like, I mean, listen, I... All, all I'll say is this: my opinion on them really hasn't changed that much. Okay, but I will say this: they're really playing for Wells. You know, they're not. They're going to get better. They're though. not going to they mail a, it. They're not going to mail in this they're, year. They're one of those teams that has a ton of transfers. Yeah, so they, they do have that. throughout the year. They should continue to get better as far as that goes. So we'll we'll see. I mean, I don't really like having to go to Lubbock any year. Yeah. But in November, I, I wouldn't overreact to that just like I wouldn't want to overreact to one week on anything. But man, that West Virginia could be a team that potentially like every week is just right there. And then they end up two and whatever in the league. Sure. You know what I mean? But to, there is still a tough out. Like they, they need more like offense. TCU is going to be like that too. Like, they're going to beat some teams, and they're nobody's going to just go into Fort Worth and be like, oh, we're going to steamroll these guys. But at the same time, man, I, I, I don't know. They don't look that good to yep. me. Two to nine are still wide open. Totally. Conference. Yeah. Week to week. What do we got this week? Uh, okay. Uh, this is my first real look at the actual. There's week only three in college three games in the Big Twelve this week. Yeah, a lot of a lot of buys this week. All right, K we State got, also has a buy. Everybody, West so. Virginia is at Baylor. Oh man, um, Baylor six and a half. Open it two. It's at three. That's it. I don't understand. What is Vegas doing with Baylor? They gave him all sorts of respect going to Stillwater. I'm telling you. Now they're you, back at home. I I think that I nailed it last week on this podcast. I think mm-hmm. Iowa State in the second half exposed their offense. You saw last night what Didn't, Gundy and those guys did yeah, to they them. they do much at all. And now you look at West Virginia. Does West have Virginia a might have the best defensive line in the maybe. Yeah, yeah, they're good. What Iowa State, West Virginia, Oklahoma, yep. all really yep. stout up front I defensively. Agree. I agree. So my point being, matchup wise, yeah, I Baylor. don't. This is a forty-one and a half is the number. Oof, well, there you That's go. what I was going to say. Yep. This is a seventeen to ten. What time is that game? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Eleven. Yeah. Okay. 
That's a that's a tough little series though for West Virginia to seat up. So you go you go Norman night game, you go Tech home in Morgantown eleven a.m. Then flip to Waco. You know they're, they're college kids. I understand that, but that's interesting series. I like Baylor there. I really do. I would have it at six. Speaking of um, weird travel in the Big Twelve, I mean, what are the chances we have fifty percent of the playoff as the Big Twelve? BYU, Cincinnati with <laughs> yeah. Georgia, and great win for the Big Twelve over Notre Dame this Alabama. Weekend. Uh Okay, Red River Shootout. Oklahoma, four and a half. Uh, really close. Open at three. It's at three and a half. Okay. I'd lean Oklahoma. I think they're get, I'm. The, I think they're going to figure it out. Well, I, and I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not there on Sark yet. He's going to get there, but I'm not there yet. I wouldn't play this game with your money. It. So you. You got. Who do we root for here, though? Right. Like. I mean, I think you start Texas. To, Right, you want Oklahoma to get as many losses as you can, right? No, I don't. I think it's. Or do you way. think that you want to? You know, Oklahoma's going to be yeah, there. I do. Okay, I absolutely do. Okay, I think we root for everybody. Actually, I want Oklahoma outside of the Iowa State game to win. Okay, because I want them there. I want us to play them, and let's 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 play the game. I want Texas, Oklahoma State, and I think it's those. We did get, by the yeah. way. Um, I think it's those three with those two with Iowa State to, for that second team. We did get news over the week that the Creighton Iowa State basketball game is a night game. Okay, that day for the Big Twelve Championship. So a lot of people were concerned about the potential of overlapping. That will not happen. Big Twelve Championships eleven a.m. Um, I by the way, I I do think it's total bullshit that game day is not in Iowa City. Like I understand, <laughs> like it, like it just plays so much into the whole like. It made me happy. No, like whatever you can think, whatever. But it's so stupid. Like, when's the last time game day is passed up on a two top five teams? On like I I don't know, but it, it's the SEC thing. Like it just. Oh like, yeah, it plays right into that. Yeah, like it plays right into everything. It does. It makes me mad. Is a, it should it should infuriate you as a Big Twelve fan that it's going to this Big Twelve game? I'll put it that way. <laughs> it's really an SEC game. That's my point. Yeah, that's the freaking point. Do you do you like? Uh, do you think Oklahoma wins that game? Or hard to say. I mean, sure. I don't know. I yeah. I need to. I think Texas right now is playing the best football in the Big Twelve. Hmm. Yeah, but they got drilled by Arkansas, who just got embarrassed. Yeah, but I mean, Arkansas's beat Texas A&M too. Like they're not sure. Yeah, it's not like Arkansas's wins are only over. You know, I think directional. Be actually, be a fun game to watch this weekend. Uh, we missed a uh, friend of the program, Cincinnati Temple is at Cincinnati on Friday night. <laughs> oh wait, we have, we, we have a couple of Big Twelve games. Real Mitchell's at Temple. I don't know if he's playing. Well, I hope not for his sake. Forty. Is that 40, 35? 28 and a half. Oh, I was too high. Thursday night, you can watch our Houston Cougars at my Tulane Green Wave. That's my second favorite team in the country. I bet Tulane's favorite. Best uniforms in college football. Tulane, three and a half. Uh, Houston by four and a half. Oh, cool. That's off there. Tulane's uniforms are insane. The Green Wave, yeah. We get to go there in uh, 26. 
25? I keep waiting. I always hint to Pollard about how much I love Tulane's uniforms, hoping that he will tell his close personal friend, Troy Dannon. To send you one. I'm slurring my speech again. <laughs> but I, I really just want one of those badass, like, powder blue and green Tulane jerseys so badly to hang up in my office. Someday. Uh, Boise State is at friend of the program, BYU. Not a friend of the Iowa State um, government, student government. They're anti, the, uh, anti-BYU. Letter of reprimand there, yep. or whatever you call uh, that. Boise, I know, I was just, um, I only put two units, so I put AK $20. <laughs> but I nailed it, the Nevada over Boise yeah. over the weekend. I was Where's very that happy. game at in Provo? or in? That's in uh, Provo. BYU, six and a half. Uh, four. Okay. <sighs> there should be one more Big 12 game. Yeah, I'm looking for it. Iowa Penn State's two and a half right now for Iowa. Uh, TCU is at Texas Tech. Oh, man. It's the motherfucking D-O-double-G. I think this is straight up pick em. You're close. You're really close. It opened at three. From uh, Mr. Take a Step Back, and it's down to one and a half, so the Sharps have pounded Tech. tech. I would pick Tech. What, is that a night game? That is a... 2.30? 6 o'clock. Okay, yeah, I'd really like Tech third then. I, um, may, I need to plead the fifth on something. Why am I rooting for Nebraska? Like, no, subconsciously. No. No, you're not. <laughs> no, but like, that's I a am. horrible thing to say. I no, that's my question. I need you to talk me out of this. It's the Southwest Iowa and me. Like, yeah, it is, and this is a problem. But here's this is my deal. All the Iowa fans hate them so much, and I feel like you're kind of condescending towards them. I don't even like Scott Frost. I think he's a total. I'll pass on my words here. That's like, okay, so it'd be like rooting for your ex to really screw over a former friend of yours because you really don't like the former friend, but it's still your ex. Like, just all of that is negativity. I Keep really, it out of your world. Keep it out of your world. I'm not doing it because I'm taking the girls camping. <laughs> I Who almost... Nebraska play? Michigan. Are they home? They're at home against Michigan, a 6.30 kick... And I, I don't know if you know this, but I have. Is it Fred? Uh, is Fred? Does Fred I, give you warm feelings? I have there, perhaps. But my point is, I have a lot of connections at Nebraska these days, where I could get really <laughs> sweet tickets to football games if I want. No, that no. And I don't. really wanted to go there and tailgate all. But nostalgia, dude. Like I, we used to go to Nebraska games I, all the time when I was a kid. Okay, that's fine. We didn't really even like them. Like we didn't wear. I mean, I maybe say, I wore a Nebraska t-shirt. There are, we weren't, like, nuts about it. There are Iowa State people in Omaha right now in the Lincoln area saying, what are you talking about? No. Brent, I'm not, I'm not asking At you to time. judge me. I'm asking you to talk to me as my friend. If you want to go to watch a football game, okay, but do not go there with the intention of of go Big Red. Oh, no, it wouldn't be that. It like would be like, want, I want a badass atmosphere. Okay, I get that. I want to go sit in a bar and watch the Iowa game. That's I, I if you want to yes okay I'm I'm okay with that concept. But you, you know what I do during bye weeks. You can't. What be, do I do during bye weeks? You can't be like Stansberry with this rooting interest. No, on the side God, of Nebraska. Absolutely not. Like, that will never just, happen. That is forbidden. The only this. rooting interest I have on the side 
is Tulane. <laughs> For that jersey. Troy? Dannon? <laughs> Tulane is my listening? second favorite team. No, like, I just, like, there's part of me, like. You I, like a good story. Yeah. I, think I You know me better than anybody. I get it. But at the same time, it's still them. I hate Scott Frost. And what they've done. I don't like. that head coach. If Polini, and, I would be more willing to root for them if Pointy was there. Do you realize, though, how insufferable the fan base and their media will be once they, if the if. Oh God. If they become good again, like I don't want to, st- I don't even want to entertain the concept. So let's not go there. All right, you've you've talked me out of now, it. Now I will I- root for them for the one game near Thanksgiving. Absolutely, like that is allowed <laughs> on the podcast. But no, otherwise I am Team Harbaugh. Here's the deal, and I I know you've been there, but I don't. Did you ever? I know you've been to Lincoln. Yes. Did you ever go in the nineties? Uh no. No, I did not. It, it, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's, it was a great atmosphere in the early two thousands and the mid two thousands. Not like the late nineties. Like, it was really good. Don't get me wrong, but you got to understand. Like, I, I always I reference and I still have a picture of him here in my office. Me and my uncle Dick going sure. to Iowa games. College football is like my family's culture. Like that and racing. We only went on. That was like our vacations. I remember going to Lincoln and stopping in Plattsmouth, freaking Nebraska, at the same McDonald's, and we'd get the sports page and we'd read about whoever the Huskers were playing. It's like, oh, Bam Morris, and we'd yeah. be like, man, maybe this guy can give him a game. And Nebraska wins seventy six to five. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. I have so many nostalgic memories because, like, for us, we were Iowa fans. Well, that's a six hour drive. We can go two hours to Lincoln and watch the number one team in the country play. So we did it all the time. I, I understand it from that. So context. like to me, it's yeah. like to go back to Lincoln as a thirty-seven-year-old. Your 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 nostalgia, yes. is battling your My, logic yes. and your current. Thank you. Yeah, I thank. I'm you. not going to hold that against you. It's the same reason why, like, you watch Space Jam, Space Jam now, and you're like, this movie's horrible. <laughs> But, but, yet, but yet at the time, I was like, I, want, I can't stop watching. Could you imagine? It's Space Jam. You know me. Could you imagine me with like, I'm like five Cody Rhodes deep. And then I shotgun a bush light and I walk into Nebraska <laughs> Memorial Stadium. They will have no idea who. <laughs> just <laughs> start rattling off the turnovers from 09. <laughs> Jesse, I'm just, Jesse I, Smith had a turnover. I can't overplay. James yeah, Smith had a turnover. James Smith, man. Yeah. Shout out to him. Uh, Michael Connell, I think. Nate Frere. Nate ha- Frere. Up in the middle. Uh, brother of Nick Frere. Former roommate of Adam Carper. Nick Frere's great guy. The pride of Muscatine. Man, those are, that, was a, that was a good day. No, but no, I get it. I understand. Do you understand I now do. Now that I explained it? I like I, We... That was the thing to do. Well, you go and... You watch Tommy Frazier. In my, you have Troy. Yes. Tommy Frazier is the best college football player I've ever seen in person. And and yeah, I understand great. why any Iowa State longtime guy like you would be like, no, like Troy is because no. it's insane. Tommy was that guy for me. Like he was insane. They they were unbelievable. Now. You can look at it and go, well, why were they unbelievable? (laughs) 
You know, exactly. What what rules did they skirt here? But I but they were no. they were really good. So I'm not I'm so, not I'm not discrediting your nostalgia for no watching that's, it. And that's I think, all it is. It's nostalgia. No, and that's think, all it is. I think people in general like look at the Tom Brady stuff. You know, at first when it's happening, you're like, ah, I'm tired of them talking about Tom Brady. But then you look at it and you go, well, that was that was neat. a phenomenal time in history of yeah. what what that guy did and what that team did i'll so tell you that maybe now that we're talking through it so i'm reading kirk herbstreet's book okay. which is fantastic is it good all right you would love it um the production talk of game day and like it he it is really, really good at his job yeah well there's a lot of stuff in there like where he's so it the whole thing is like, well, how does he get to game day? So that's like six or seven chapters, and it goes through his career as a football player, et cetera. Once he gets to game day in the book, it's almost like a history lesson in college football from when he was at game day. Sure, because he was was it 93, Eight. 98 when he first got there. Um, he it was, was really young. I mean, it was yeah. like – Well, he crazy. got hired as a nobody. Yeah, and he, he, he didn't have a great college career. He only started one season. Okay, that's what it was. His yeah. fifth – Fifth year at Ohio State. I remember thinking, this guy's really good. He probably started, I would love to know the year, because we were like probably like 10 or 11 when Herb Street started the game day. It was when Desmond Howard was, well, well, okay, I'm sorry, that was when he was playing, uh, when Desmond Howard was at Michigan, so what, 93 would have been it? Yeah, but when did he start it? I think 98, I'm almost positive, but he, I didn't know this, he did sports talk radio in uh, Columbus forever. And that's In how he, to... yeah. Anyways, um, it, it almost turns into like a history lesson on college football yeah, from much, those years. Sure. And he's talking about these games. And, and I remember watching every single one of them hmm. sitting on my parents or my uncle Dick's floor, staring at the TV. I remember watching every one of these games. That's cool. And half of over Nebraska. Yeah. Because you, you forget they were Alabama for what seven years in the nineties, right? They were the they were the it team. They were, yeah. And I, what I miss about it though, that's I'm, why I was so pleasurable the, when Iowa State beat them finally. Yeah, absolutely. The old bowl system though gave us these games where it was like, okay, we had Iowa, we had Iowa State. You knew Nebraska was going to play Florida State or Miami at the end of the year, and that was going to be for everything. Yep. Right? And those games were so emotional and so crazy. And my whole hometown would be on fire. Locked in. You know, like, so I think that that's why I hate the bastards. Sorry. But it's like nostalgia. It's part of your your youth. Yeah, it's part of my – they were such assholes, though. Growing up, those fans were they were awful to Iowa and Iowa State fans. It's like cheering for, you know, the the Lakers when they were good, or the Patriots when they yeah, were. Yeah, these people had no ties to Nebraska. They paid taxes in Iowa. They're just front runners, but you know, it is what it is. No, I I understand it, and that's but it, they were they were they were the the ultimate team, and when Iowa State beat them. That's still a top five game for me at Jack Trice Stadium was when Iowa State beat them in 2002 for that same reason. Because much like when Iowa State beat Iowa in 98, it was like, I don't know in my lifetime, the 92 thing happened, the Marv Seiler game, and I was 
eight years old. But that that more and more felt like it was a fluke. But when Iowa State finally beat them and beat them convincingly with Seneca in two thousand two, that was a celebration. So yeah, I get it. Like they were they were the they were the monster the of oh, Space Jam. The O nine game that we just That's referenced was that I mean I wasn't at Oklahoma in seventeen. Like that was that, that was the all timer for me still. Yeah, yeah. The the game in Lincoln, just the whole setup. So just a little history. The night before was my last night at KMA Radio, and I was leaving to come and start this thing at Cyclone Fanatic that we were going to turn it into. Yep. And I stayed up all night drinking whiskey. We were drinking Maker's Mark. I'll never forget it with uh, Chuck Morris, guy you know. Sure. And so Carper, Carper's dad and my dad picked me up at 5 a.m. in er, in Shenandoah at my apartment. I think I... I got home from work because we had Friday night football. It was my last night at KMA. And I think I got home at three. Took like an hour nap. Showered. Got ready to go. Got back up. And we, so when Nebraska and Iowa State played, if it was in Ames, we hosted the tailgate. If it was in Lincoln, the Pullins and the Carpers hosted the tailgate. Carpers prior to Adam playing, it, it all got yeah, mixed yeah, yeah. up. Yep. Um, but it was like a get together for our town, and like that day, I'll never forget because Austin Arnab was out, Alexander Robinson was out. We had no chance. No chance. <laughs> well, and then Paul Rhodes had the great speech. Yeah, and then the "I am so proud" thing yeah, happened. But so, uh, the, the, a bunch of Iowa State players had the stomach flu. So Rhodes at halftime. So Iowa State, I think, had the seven to three lead at halftime, seven to six, something like that. And Rhodes had the great speech where he goes, I got guys throwing up in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give them hell out there. <laughs> Back to our previous point, Paul Rhodes was really good for I the love, fan base. I, I mean, love Paul Rhodes, man. But, uh, yeah, so it's Jerome Tiller, Jeremiah Schwartz, and everybody who caught the touchdown. Jake Williams. Jake Williams. Jeremiah Schwartz transferred to... Hampton. <laughs> yes, he did. Of all places. Yeah, I know. Still can't say that word without getting... Oh. No, but it's... Um, Absolutely brutal. Would you... Let's ask the fan base this. Would you be okay with Iowa State playing Nebraska again? In some non-conference game? Yeah. I mean, honestly, like I'm kind of getting to the point where schedule wins. Okay. Like right now, I think it would be a win, but. But I'm saying like a not so. I would say let, I'm going to throw absolutely. a hypothet- hypothetical. Yes, it's out good here. for college football. We're an hour into this podcast, but I, I this is a hypothetical I've been thinking about. I think it would serve everybody well in the state of Iowa if you go for the Cyhawk game to do two and four years. Okay, I hate the Cyhawk game well, right now, but I, I just think it's gotten to the point where it's like okay. The way the climate in college football, the way the climate of the fan bases, the success of both programs, I think it'd be better for each. You go one on other Power Five game, be that Nebraska, Missouri, Minnesota, Wisconsin, somebody else, then play the other new the other away site, and then play somebody else. Like I think it would be 
And I know the legislature has a little bit of say in that, although I don't know how much. But that that decision needs to be made soon if they're going to renew the series and for in what context. I think it'd be fun to to mix in a couple other regional Power Five schools. Minnesota would be awesome with Flack and Campbell. I mean, but they they both have to be there. Well, but even even that that was fun. Yeah, you just talked about the two two Atwell game even you yeah. know twenty five years ago. Even like Illinois, yeah, um, just somebody else. Listen, I, I, I think the Sihau game has so many great things involved. Plus, you have, uh, you know me, I'm a Sihau game guy. Yeah, like I, I really like it, but, but I'm so sick and tired of the bullshit. If we're going to nine conference games, I think it would benefit both. If it's like a, a one on, one off, one on situation. Anyway, yeah, I don't. I've been thinking about that. I don't. I don't think that's a terrible thought. And even if you can mix the Nebraska thing, it it, it if could you be were, interesting. If you were to tell me, okay, Chris, we have an opportunity to play Iowa and Nebraska every other year. I would sign up for that. If it, I don't want dropping the Iowa game to turn into somebody's duck in the other. Yeah, Akron. Yeah, you know, yeah. like. Because that's not good for the sport. It's not good for our state. I agree with that too. But the Nebraska would be. It's, I think it's, it's these are conversations as but, we're, as we're reshaping the sport to. But again, to you're consider. talking to a guy who I hold Nebraska football in a very high mm-hmm. regard in general for what that program means. Their fans are assholes sometimes, but like, but actually, can be really hospitable. They're there. awesome yeah, when you go when you there. You go there. They're yeah. the best. I mean, it just depends on the people. It depends on where you sit. Mm-hmm. But that's like, that's what I was trying to tell these Iowa fans last night. They were pissed because they saw somebody compare Kansas to Maryland. And I go, why are you worried about that? <laughs> I My point was, whoever you saw do that is a total idiot. Like, <laughs> no right-minded person would think that, yeah. like, compare Kansas. Uh, that's, that's a stupid comment to make like why but why are you so concerned that Wrapped you're tweeting about this mm-hmm. that was my whole point and why am i getting tagged in this shit <laughs> keep me out of it just leave me alone yeah, yeah. thanks to mechdyne chris clover is the man <laughs> he really is Spent some uh, time with him on Friday. He's a gr- he's a great dude. Second uh week in a row we give a shout out to our friend uh, Brooke Johnson. I bumped into Brooke on my way into the stadium. I wish she had the uh the tropical tent or they've got the, the palm tree outside of their tailgate. Yeah. She uh she likes it when we get a little sloppy with the Cody Road. <laughs> Somebody asked me, I swear to so we had some meetings and this this very nice person. By the way, I got to interview your dean next week. Oh, good luck with that. You better bring it. Oh, I'm ready. Smartest guy I've ever met in my life. I'm gonna wear a tie. Probably encouraged. No, but this 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 awesome couple. Uh, Kent is his name. He's he he lives in Boston. Super successful guy. He, he every Monday morning he listens to the William Williams and Blue podcast. And he said, "So do you." Did you really live right next to Chris? Like he thought it was a, you know, unfortunately. Yeah, I was like, no, really, five doors down. I walked down, so don't worry, I don't have to drive. We're all good. But no, it, it was the coolest thing because I had multiple people this weekend say how much they enjoy the podcast, and that really does mean the world to us. Yeah, we appreciate so. it. 
Thank you, Ken. It was great to meet you, For sir. some reason, last week's podcast really got a lot of feedback. And, and somebody else said, whenever I see that explicit <laughs> on the well, iTunes. We're going to have one tonight. It's going to be a good show. <laughs> Thanks to English yeah. for uh, yeah. providing the music and, the, of course, the great Gary pa- once great Gary Patterson. I've sold the stock. <laughs> we'll be back next Sunday night after the bye week. Later, guys. Cheers. Same as we